I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, joined by my co-host, Mr. Brett Rutherford. How are you? I'm wonderful today. Thank you. That's awesome. And you, you, of course, are wonderful because we're talking about Disneyland. It's like your We're talking about Disneyland, you know, and I am doing my very, 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 very best to... Well, one of these things is not like the other. And oh, I'm yeah. just trying not to do that. I'm trying not to do that. I'm well, oh, did I just do it? Oh gosh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I think you did. <laughs> I, I, I in fact Sorry. I think you There's did. There's a way. Okay, okay. Now, Craig, I just must oh see, we have to get to our guests because but don't want to waste your time. But but I'm like going a little housekeeping here, a little housekeeping here. You know, there were times when, oh, you haven't gone on a cruise, so you can't talk about a cruise. I'm like going, that has never happened for you, Craig. Never. You have always been able to talk okay. Now I'm getting rude, but um, but the other part is okay. Oh, you haven't watched that Pixar film. What was it? What was it? Inside Out, the best Pixar. Inside film. Out, Inside Out. Well, I you know, so I watched Inside Out. I I take care of my tasks, but oh well, you will take care of yours eventually. I will see to that. Please. What was the name of that with our podcast? Hour-long movie that you had me watch about the girl that gets paralyzed. Um, is that that would be Pollyanna? Pollyanna. That yes. would be Pollyanna, and I think we we're going to be. Oh gosh, talk about two dudes talking. Two dudes talking right, Disney. Right. Now we have four dudes talking Disney. We'll get to that later. But we, anyway, we, yeah, we, but... we need to invite. Our, we need to uh, introduce our guests because now they're okay. just watching us. Uh, they're just watching us bicker back Squat- and. What is this? But we are so excited to be joined by Craig Williams II and Ryan Blessy. Ryan, this is your first time on, but Craig, you've come on a couple of times a few years back to talk actually about Disneyland most of the time, uh, which is kind of fun that you're on here again. But the two of you just recently traveled to Disneyland, so it's really fun to have you both on. Thank you. We're very happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about Disneyland. Yes. Ryan, was oh, this gosh. your first trip to Disneyland? It was. Yeah. Okay. It was my first trip to Disneyland and also west of Kansas City. So oh, I wow. Think oh, that wow. I, like, I still don't think I can say that I've been to California because I feel like I only saw Calif- like actual California on the trip from the airport to Disneyland. And otherwise, we were in a bubble, but that's fine. That's totally fine, mm. right? So yeah. did you fly into LAX then? Is that where you went into? Okay, cool. That's awesome. Well, uh it's really great to have that perspective as someone that hasn't been to Disneyland, as Brett has uh, mentioned, it'll be fun to get your perspective there. But I guess we can kind of start with you about just your overall impressions of being able to visit that place. You've been to Disney World a ton of times. So talk to me about just the trip overall. I guess I'll say that when we were playing the trip and everything, I was like, well, it's going to be like a really dumbed down Disney World is like what my expectation was. And I was like, like, California Adventure is going to be whatever. I'd like read things from like when they first opened and all that. I wasn't all that like enthusiastic about Avengers Campus, anything like that. I was just like, well, it'll be a new experience and that'll be nice. I was extremely wrong, very wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And um I don't want to disparage any Disney park, but I will just say that I think like when we were getting on the plane, I was like, I think I can let our annual pass go to Disney World if it means that we can go to Disneyland more often. I was <laughs> oh, like, oh, that's wow. a key situation. Like, that's oh, wow. Where I was at. So, <laughs> wow. Wow. And Craig, you've been uh, several times. So just sort of your overall take from someone that maybe has been going to Disney World and then never had that experience of going to Disneyland, just overall impressions about the place. Yes, yeah, so I had I'd been several times during college and work, and but I had never stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, and I hadn't seen Avengers Campus or Cars Land or a lot of the new stuff or a lot of the changes at DCA. So I was really looking forward to that, and I was not disappointed. It's it's amazing what a couple billion dollars will do. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, it was nice. It was refreshing. It was really cool to see. Um, what they had done I felt it was it felt like a a real plus like it's been plus by far much more than I expected that's excellent now what we're gonna do oh Brett you want to chime in 
I just want to say my heart is full. <laughs> I'm just like going, I, it is so good to hear but what, what you both said. Oh, Ryan. Oh, ye, ye of little faith. Oh, but no, no, no. It was all good. Anyway, I'll just say, oh, I'm, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled to hear both of that. And I can't wait to hear more. Oh, let's dive down deep into all of this Disney fun. Mm -hmm. So what we like to do with these trip reports is sort of just go day by day so we can uh, live the trip through your eyes and kind of vicariously with you. But I think the thing that we'll do first, though, is probably one of the first experiences I'm guessing that you had was being able to check into Disneyland Resort. And of course, um, someone that has been kind of aware of DVC as well, they're building on a tower to Disneyland that's going to be uh, a DVC tower that's actually being sold. It's actually, I think it's close to opening, if I'm not mistaken. Opening so I'm guessing you September, probably saw. Yes. Yeah, I think say you probably saw just basically it all completed. But let's talk about your resort first, and then we'll sort of go day by day. So either one of you that want to jump in, talk to me about the Disneyland Resort. So I think not in not not too distant yeah. past, they had redone or kind of re refreshed the Disneyland Hotel. So walking in, it was. It was beautiful. I mean, it was very colorful. There was all this nostalgia. You know, you walk into the lobby and there's teacup seats for waiting. Um, the pools are right inside. You know, it's it's basically like a squared off resort. So there's the four towers and then the pools are in the middle. So you kind of walk in and it feels very paradise-like. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the Polynesian because mm -hmm. when you walk through the lobby, that's what you see is, you know, all of the the vegetation and the pools. We sit in the adventure tower, mm -hmm. uh, which mm -hmm. is the closest to the security to get into downtown Disney and stuff. So that was really convenient. It was very beautiful. The room was really spacious. Um, it has carpeting, which I appreciate because in Disney world, you know, there's no carpeting anymore. Uh -huh. <laughs> then there was this um, engraved wood a headboard, yeah. and then there was fiber optics in it and it would play music and then it would have a fireworks display in it and it was really really magical it was really nice that's um, really cool the uh trader sam's is there there's an outdoor bar there's some um what is it goofy's kitchen goofy's kitchen yeah and then there's the the e-ticket pool and the monorail slides it was really neat i would say the only thing about it it was very crowded and because yeah, that pool, tower is getting ready to open there was limited seating because all the walls were still around it, but the tower is really pretty. And hopefully they update the other towers to kind of look at, look kind of like it. Cause it's got like a really neat refreshed, mm -hmm. almost um, uh, mid-century modern oh, kind of yeah. feel, but it's, it's very beautiful. So those four towers, are they theme like, are they kind of themed to the different areas of the magic kingdom? Is that, or, or, or of, yeah, of Disneyland, I guess I should say. Yes, yes, exactly. I think it's fantasy, adventure. I can't remember what the third one was. Frontier. Each, Frontier or I think you think you're right. Frontierland. Yeah. Yeah, Frontierland. Yeah. And so they like when you walk in, there's some in basically like in the lobby of each of them, they kind of have some things that are reminiscent or the decor is reminiscent of those different things. And they have like exhibits of artifacts and things like that from the company's history that I don't think was just for the hundredth. I think they look like they were pretty much on permanent display. Mm -hmm. So it was neat. Ryan, I know you're a bit of a, a sentimentalist at mm -hmm. heart. And also you're a great writer. So I know your your brain works in a way that that kind of sees these different connections. And so my question is, uh, we hear so often about Disneyland being different because it's the park that Walt was in or it was the area that really Walt helped build. So that Disneyland Hotel is such a connection point to Walt. Is that something else that like when you were choosing which hotel to stay in, was that something that kind of figured into what you wanted to do for your first trip? I think a little bit. I think if anything, I really wanted to be as in the bubble as possible um, in my mind. And I just I know that that's harder to do there because it's in the middle of Anaheim. But I did feel very in the bubble there. Like there, we were even walking across a pedestrian bridge. And I didn't realize we were walking across the pedestrian bridge. Like I, I just thought we were like because there's so many plants around it. I did not know we were walking over a road. Um, so that was neat. But We'll get into the nostalgic stuff when we actually get into the Disneyland park. But yes, that was part of it for sure. But I and think price. Yes, price. price was, yeah, price was good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. All right, Brett, I just saw you like when they said when we get into Disneyland, you started like gyrating in your seat. So you're ready to hear their days, aren't you? So I am. I am. All right. Let's oh, dive okay. into it. 
Yes. So, are you rope droppers at Disneyland? Did you do it? We? I don't think I we don't did. Think so, uh, no. No. We I'm done with you then. No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm done with you. <laughs> well, we, we went going. really, really hard, you know, until we couldn't go we anymore. Go so we normally. Right. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, That's that Midwestern advantage, slack. though, right? Because yes, it is uh, big. Time. Because you're able to, like, you, you with the two-hour time difference, you can sort of use that to your advantage i think yes, too but let's start you, you off just, to. just tell me when was the first time you got right. there and just start to lead me through a bit of your uh experience here yeah so we we got into lax uh 9 30 in the morning took an uber over to disneyland resort got checked in dropped off our luggage and then immediately left so we were in the okay we were in the park by like 10 30 disneyland park was what we did mm-hmm. the first day and um our our tower um, at Disneyland Resort, backed up like literally right to where the security goes into downtown Disney, and the monorail was down when we were there, so we had to make the full walk through downtown <laughs> Disney, which was fine to get to Disney Disneyland Resort. But um, so yeah, we were in the park by ten thirty, and the parks I noticed also were it seemed like they were open later slash longer than at Disney World. I don't know if that was just my imagination, but it was like seven thirty to midnight were the mm-hmm. hours for Disneyland resort so i think that was the other going back to rope drop i think that might be why we also weren't all that like oh, oh sure. we got a rope drop it because we're like oh we're night owls we'll be there at night oh good yeah too, that so. makes sense too okay um, but yeah so we got into the park and i was really fixated on getting a first visit pin because i haven't had a first visit pin since i was like <laughs> seven i don't think so like, <laughs> yeah very fixated yes very fixated. So like i was like we're gonna go and <laughs> into town hall which there was a huge line and like there was a cast member there was like uh just go into the first store like you don't need to wait in line for this mm-hmm. and i was like okay so i was fixated on that craig was very fixated on like rounding the corner to see like the castle and everything yes. and he was like trying to get me focused i was like but i'm focused over here so like my immediate outside of that though my immediate impression was and this is where the nostalgic thing comes into play like it just feels like even though i'd never been there it felt nostalgic like because mm-hmm. the buildings like, like it's very it uses um forced perspective like a lot more even than i would say disney world does so like the buildings are all like significantly shorter and it just feels like tighter and more nostalgic but we did make we rounded that corner saw the castle that was maybe a little underwhelming but it was comical like i, I expected it to be small but it was hilariously small. <laughs> it was like it was like, oh, I think I see it past those trees. Maybe like that's what it sort of felt like. But but the tree, there's so many trees. There's so much more detail, and it's just, yeah. I mean, I think there's just a lot more sentiment in how everything has been taken care of because it was Walt's Park. Yes, I feel like everyone's taking care that everything is still mm-hmm. exactly how he would have envisioned it. It's what feels more hometown yes. to me. Like I always feel like this is probably what the Marceline that he always wanted, mm-hmm. you know, to live, live vicariously in. Yeah. I absolutely I need to go friend. and visit Marceline uh, someday. And then that way I can kind of, and see Disneyland, of course. Right. So then that way I can sort of compare the two for sure. Check them both off. Is that what you're saying, Brett? I need to. I'm like going, <laughs> okay. yeah, I'm like going, Ah, yes. Oh, my work is is not done yet. Oh, it's not. (laughs) I think one of the coolest things that we immediately noticed within just, and I didn't even remember this either, was how much more freeing the characters seemed to to walk around. They just seemed to be everywhere all the time. And you didn't really see a handler. Like, they had to be there. There weren't really a whole lot of lines unless it was a mask. You know, if there was a masked one. But like Cruella was like coming down the main street yes. walking or she was in, yeah. in a car or she was whatever. I mean, kind of yelling out yeah. at people and Peter Pan and Wendy were, were kind of just around. skipping around. Yeah. You know, it didn't mm-hmm. seem it just seemed much more like you yeah. were in. And then we were wa- we were walking world. next to Aurora, not Aurora, Ariel at one point, oh, like, yeah. just like behind She's the castle. Like you just like walked up and started walking next to us. And I was like, mm hmm is this like cosplay or is this actually her? And it was actually her. So. It was actually her. But that was awesome. Really cool. That felt different. It, it, yeah. In, mm-hmm. in a nice sure. way. So are you, yeah. I, I know that. and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Go ahead, Brett. 
no, no, Sorry. no. It's just the the character. You, you just stumble on them there, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, there's like I saw Mary Poppins, and she took hold of a little child's hand, a little girl's hand, and they were walking through. Uh, Fantasyland, and it was like in the middle of the day, you know, so it was very busy, but I'm like going, you are making a memory that that child will have forever. And it was just so spontaneous and just so lovely. And that happens so often. And if you get to see Alice and the Mad Hatter, you know, anywhere, those, those two are a trip, really. Oh my gosh, they have lots of fun with guests and everything. So it's just amazing. So, yeah. That's awesome. I So from your perspective here, you're going into the park for the first time. You're sort of doing all these experiences. Now you are there. You said that you're going to, you kind of get into the park around 10 or 11, which I guess for us would definitely be lunchtime. So I'm wondering if you're going to get food or did you do some attractions or what is it that was like the first draw for you while you're in that park? Yeah, we made a beeline over to New Orleans Square um, for Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I don't know that we were like necessarily seeking it out, but we were just sort of wandering, getting off of Main Street, going through um, Adventureland. And then, I mean, I was really drawn to New Orleans Square just because I like New Orleans in general. And then also it just feels the theming there. I mean, it's it's equivalent, I guess, over at Disney World would be Liberty Square. Um, And it's just the theming is just significantly better. New Orleans Square, which... It's just, there's a lot more. You actually feel like you're walking through the French Quarter in a lot of ways. But anyway, so went to Pirates of the Caribbean because that's in New Orleans Square at Disneyland. So that's a difference from um, Disney World. And yeah, that was the first ride that we got to, which my first impression was there's so many, like so much of the queues in, um, in Disney World is very focused on like being inside and it's not so much at Disneyland, at least not, especially not in Disneyland Park. So Pirates, so it's like in like, a, it looks like a building that would be in New Orleans and you walk in, there's like a beach scene in the in the front of it, which kind of threw me off because I was like, this seems weird that there would be a beach in this building. So like, I was a little annoyed at first about that, which I got over it very quickly. But then we got through um, and got onto the boat and... I, I thought that I knew what to expect. I've been on Pirates of the Caribbean a thousand times, it seems like. And no, th- there's like seven more minutes of ride, like the, the Disneyland Park version. Like you basically get the last three scenes of Disney World. Wow. Okay. And there's like the whole like backstory that basically feeds the, the movie is in the Disneyland Park ride. So I was very thrown off by that, first of all. And I was like, oh, okay, so we got like the, which I knew like they kind of like squeezed pirates into Disney World. It wasn't a part of the original plan to like go in there, at least when it first opened. But now it kind of feels that way because it was like, oh, we're just going to give you like the too long didn't read version. But that, that kind of started <laughs> off the um, the discovery that everything in Disneyland is just a little bit better than, <laughs> than Disney World. Yeah. I, except for one thing. <laughs> but so we did that. We did Haunted Mansion. I think we grabbed a bite at, I think we got a, a, a little, yeah, the, the little red wagon. Yeah. Yeah. And got a corn dog. Oh, which oh was... now that's nostalgia. You know, that is checking that off the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's great. Okay. Please continue. I'm enthralled. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we did have Genie Plus. So yeah. we ended up hitting probably everything that day yeah, actually, with the exception yeah. of just a couple little things. Um, Can you talk about a little bit uh, about how you see the difference in Genie Plus? Because I've heard that from a lot of people that at Disneyland and at DCA, it seems like you can utilize Genie Plus in a way that really makes it worth it. Uh, Because at Disney World, it's sort of hit or miss based on the park, based on the day. You know, like if you're in Hollywood Studios and you're not very good at stacking those lightning lane things, then you may only use genie plus for like two or three rides throughout the day. Right. But if you, but I've heard that you can utilize it quite a bit more because there's so many more attractions at Disneyland. Was that kind of how your experience was? Yeah. I think there was definitely a learning curve for us. The first day it wasn't as useful as it it became, Mm -hmm. but if you, I think to kind of like Brett's point of road dropping, if you have a very specific ride you want to ride Mm -hmm. and 
you want to get a genie plus reservation for it if you don't get in the park fast enough you're not going to get an early time and so a couple of the like indiana jones we i think that's the first thing we picked up that first day and it was pretty late so that means we kind of didn't have a genie plus reservation available for several hours Mm -hmm. whereas if we would have gotten one that was early we could have gone on it and then just immediately as soon as you check in for it you can get another one so we figured out that, okay, we've ridden everything at least once that we wanted to. Let's go ahead and grab, as soon as we walk in the park, let's grab something. And then as soon as you check in for it, you can grab another one. And it worked really, really well. But that first that first go around, yeah, I don't know that it was as useful just because we didn't know how to use it or we didn't realize you know, the amount of stuff that we would miss out on or the amount of time we would end up wasting in line for other things while we're waiting for another one. So, but it was, I think it was effective for both parks, mm-hmm. Disneyland, especially um, DCA. There's just not as much, but if a ride breaks down and you have one <laughs> for it, then you can use it for something else. So we figured out that if we did that and then we got that same ride again, and it probably breaks down again and the same, <laughs> you could just continue. Like, I think we went on credit coaster probably five times one day. Oh, that's awesome. So, but Brett, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, there is a difference between buying your genie plus at Disneyland and Disney World. At Disneyland, you can't purchase it until you've actually entered mm-hmm. through the turnstile. And so that is a little different. So you can't like start at seven o'clock in the morning if you pre-purchase it like you do at Walt Disney World and mm-hmm. start your day making your Genie Plus passes, uh, reservations before you get into the park. So that is a little bit different. So mm. yeah. But it sounds like you did you did it well. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We still got so. 18 rides in that first day. So wow, that's awesome. Using it. Yeah. As a- that's great. So that uh, was a there- midnight night. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you Closing mentioned the park. That is good. Yeah, you mentioned that uh you had to go on pirates and you went on haunted mansion as well uh but of those 18 attractions are there's are there others that you'd want to call out as like this was just a really fun experience or definitely something that i'm so glad that we were able to do um this one's gonna sound so random but big thunder mountain railroad oh like there's like they've incorporated some like fiber optic effects and some other things in there that is just not present on the one that i'm used to and that would and the ride, it was smoother. I didn't, I wasn't in pain after I got off of it. So, <laughs> and you get the goats, right? The goat with the dynamite. Did you do yes. it? Yes, yes. Did you yes. did you do yes. the goat where you stare at the goat as you do the turn and it makes I... your stomach go wow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do that the next time. Okay, that can okay. you can put that on your list. Look at the goat. Watch the goat. Whoa! Ugh. You know, yeah, make yourself your sick yeah. uh, on a ride. That's Brett's. <laughs> That's okay. It's good. It's good. It's good. Like you can do it. Indoor climb. Mm-hmm. Neither of us really knew what was happening. But all of a sudden, you hear the little that you saw the fiber optics start climbing like there was dynamite. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. then the explosions and everything happened. I'm like, this is, it was really neat. Was really that neat. is good. It was yeah. really, really mm. neat. Um, oh, wow. Oh, Haunted Mansion, like the stretching room, the fact that it stretches and also drops you simultaneously was pretty trippy. It it almost yeah, felt like if, if you guys have seen the movie Get Out, it almost feel, felt like you're like going down to the sunken place or i can't like when they're they're stirring the tea yeah yeah but that it was a little disorienting and the hat box ghost was really cool yeah yeah that's Mm -hmm. cool i'm excited Mm -hmm. for that to come to disney world yes (laughs) oh Uh, gosh ah yeah and mickey and minnie's runaway railway i think yes a lot that was a question of mine please compare and contrast yeah the mickey's and minnie's runaway railway between disneyland and walt disney world did you find anything different Besides the queue area. I didn't notice anything on the actual there was, ride. It was a little bit different in the ride. Like the the balloon, the balloon and the and the carnival scene, that's gone. Um, they don't swing in on that. Um, oh, and then when you I feel like when you leave the um waterfall and you get pulled into the city scene, the transition is much cleaner. The storyline is much cleaner. Like you very much see that you're going through the sewers and then coming mm-hmm. out, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. And I don't feel like that's just quite as clean in Disney World, but it was very clean in yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. But I the queue, the queue. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah I've only, oh, I've yeah. only done the lightning it, lane queue. Oh, it's so oh, funny because 
when that opened at Disneyland, I've got to tell you, I think I had like six or seven people send me the photo of Mickey as the Rocketeer. Uh, yes, I was one of those people. So, yeah, opening day, mind of, you. Brett, Brett was, <clears throat> yes. yeah, Brett, Brett was the person that actually had it in person, I think, the first time. So, um, yeah, so don't worry, Brett. You were the first to send it to me. The most, the most <laughs> important. my love. Yes. Your love for Rocketeer. And I'm like, like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's the mouse okay. here or whatever. Yes. Anyway, sorry. So, Brett, I... I, I don't want you to chime into this, Brett. I really want Ryan's opinion because oh, he's a, he's okay. a first time person. Okay. I have this disconnect because everyone that has gone to Disneyland tells me how much and how great Indiana Jones is. Now, here is my disconnect. It's also often followed up by it's the same track and same ride as Dinosaur yeah. at Animal Kingdom. So... My disconnect there is that not to say that Dinosaur is not a, a, a wonderful attraction. My son really loved it. We went on it like three times last trip, but it's not necessarily what I would consider the best attraction at Walt Disney World. So, Ryan, what to talk to me about this? Talk to me about Indiana okay. Jones. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm going to have to, I do have a bias because I love Indiana Jones. Raiders of the Lost Ark is probably my favorite movie of all time. So, I do have to set aside it is a, such a, a good bias. movie. It's yeah. so great. So yes, it, it seems like the same ride vehicle slash track um, as Dinosaur, but it is, I don't know how to explain the difference other than that, like, well, first of all, you can see things. That is a difference because okay. like you're pretty much in the dark at Dinosaur. I don't think absolutely any bulbs like and I think they're just letting the bulbs break over time and not replacing them. So <laughs> just not replacing them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was one thing. So you could actually see, but I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, like, but it is a significantly better ride. Than... Well, I think part of the problem why I think Dinosaur doesn't work is because it's dark. And so you don't know where you're going or where you're headed. And so it you're not prepared physically. Mm -hmm. So you're just kind of thrown around like a rag doll. Whereas with Indiana Jones, you see where you're headed. Mm -hmm. It's just with a little bit more vigor just because yeah. that the ride vehicle. But it's the quality of the surroundings mm -hmm. is just... I mean, because you kind of walk, like you come up the hill mm -hmm. and you t turn the corner and all of a sudden you're in this enormous, well-detailed yeah, temple. Yeah. It is like sensory overload. There's fire. fire there's, you know, lights. There's sound. It's loud. You know, you've got like this laser eye that's pointing. I mean, and then you've got this bridge and you see other trucks and things going. It's just, it is yeah. so cool. Well, I mean, it's just, it's kind of beyond belief because you just don't really grasp what you're getting into until you're there yeah. i feel like and you do feel i will also say it's very immersive and like you do feel like you've been dropped into the middle of an indiana yeah. jones adventure cool. whereas like dinosaur i don't i don't feel that same way one the queue the queue for indiana jones mm -hmm. is is really neat yeah. i mean you you're kind of going down into um almost like expedition of sorts but it's almost mm -hmm. kind of you're going into um what would be like a dig and you're walking under where they've, you know, tunneled under and had bamboo structures. And then they've gone through traps where mm -hmm. there's, you know, it doesn't, you know, like don't step here. And you can see where someone is, has yeah. pinned the stones to the ceiling. And it's just, it's yeah. just really, the story is so immersive oh, that when you're in there, finally, it just kind of, you're just, you, it, you feel like it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really is. That's a really good point. I feel like as soon as you enter the queue, you're like, the experience has already happened. Whereas, yeah, again, like dinosaur, it's not that way. Like you kind of enter this like weird museum-y type of yeah. thing or the Dino Institute or whatever. I can't even yeah. remember. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, I don't know. When you go over the bridge, I think that's the best part. Like yes. there's this big, you know, what looks like a rickety rope bridge. Mm -hmm. When you kind of go over that, it just feels really neat. And I think what I think needs to be said is that, you know, ride attractions or at least the ride vehicles have significantly innovated since then mm -hmm. so it like the fact that it's so you know wild i still think that stands the test of time yeah you know okay. I mean? it kind of well, it, feels like you're an expedition the dinosaur one feels forced maybe mm -hmm. so this, this this was the longest amount of time that brett has ever allowed someone else to talk about indiana jones without <laughs> chiming in you just nodding your head vigorously so please brett go ahead <laughs> No, I mean, well, you're, I'll ask I'll, in the form of a question. Um, didn't you feel that the ride vehicle like had a character 
I guess that there's like multiple, like no ride is the same each time you ride it. It's different, but it's kind of like, you know, when, when it starts to sputter and it, and it isn't, and it, it's like, you know, it's, it's dark out and then you, you know, kind of stop for a moment and it's like, mm-hmm. Oh no, is, are we stuck? Are we stuck? And then it's like, vroom, 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 and, you know, gears up yeah. and then goes through and all that sort of stuff. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. cause like the vehicle is scared too. Oh, I don't want to go in there. Yeah. I don't want to take my friends in there. And then <laughs> but they do. So it's amazing. Yeah, so, that's so great. Just the uh, best. Oh, now the, another attraction that I want to ask about because I imagine it's part of your eighteen, and then we can start talking about uh, anything else you did that day before moving on to um, your day two as well. But I was talking to Zoe; she had talked to you, Craig, about your trip, and that you made a fairly controversial statement that I, I feel like, um, uh, at least, controversial to me, and that is that. I believe you said that you enjoy Space Mountain at Disneyland more than you do at Disney World. Is oh, that yes, absolutely. Mostly <laughs> <laughs> because I could get in and out of the ride vehicle without my back hurting. So yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. yes. It's and it's so a two-person ride uh, at Disneyland, right? So you yeah. get, there's just two in a car. Side. Okay, go ahead. You don't have to It's straddle. more thrilling. It's so much more thrilling. It's very smooth. Yeah. There are a lot of right turns, a lot of right turns. Yeah. Or left turns, I guess it depends on which side you're on, but the like the overall your speakers in your headrest like, yeah soundtrack, yes. soundtrack. yeah i mean the soundtrack is yeah. really cool it's just I, I i think the thing is about it is that you know with the old track system there's a lot of like you do something and then you're like straight and then you do something and then you're straight and then you do something <laughs> and this one was a lot more yeah. a lot more like a modern roller coaster there's a lot more ups downs the turns were much more mm-hmm. um a lot more g's like especially yeah. as you got closer to the bottom it just felt like you were you know almost i don't know it, it in space in a way yeah yeah, yeah i mean I just like overall it was mm-hmm. much more Fun. And I feel like if you want the Space Mountain Adventure kind of feeling, you can go on the Matterhorn while you're in Disneyland. That's kind of okay. like a similar ride yeah. vehicle. If you want to be in pain, you know. Oh, but yeah, but didn't you? <laughs> you I thought I gave pain. you the hint. I gave you the hint of supple spine. Everything well, we is a supple it. spine. You kind of hold on, especially on <laughs> supple spine, supple spine. Every, especially when you're on uh, the Matterhorn, you have to hold on to in front what's in the the seat in front of you, so you never really sit down. You sit. You, <laughs> oh, I did. I did not do that. No. Sure. Well, do that the next time because then you'll go, oh, this is much more enjoyable. <clears throat> it is very frightening, Matterhorn. Sorry, I know yes, we were talking about it, but yes. I did not expect it to be as frightening as it was with the Yetis. Yeah, the Yetis that's, being terrifying. Yeah, that's I feel great. Like- uh, that, that's that's yeah. all wonderful. And it seems like you did so much, uh, you were able to accomplish so much. But anything else about day number one that you wanted to mention before we start to think about uh, going over to DCA, I imagine? That's probably what you did, I'm guessing. I think the only thing that I would want to say, other than we went on all the old like flat rides. Yeah, and and that was really fun. I love the fact that like even though it's a four person like buggy, they still only put like two people in. So like you're with your own little family. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went like Snow White and Pinocchio, oh, yeah. and I think the Mr. Toad. <laughs> it wasn't open yet that day. Oh no, yeah, we did eventually oh. go, but it was okay, not good on day one. But we did go. I think what I liked the most about that day or I remember as being really fun was it's a small world. Cause I did feel like oh, yeah. it was bounds and leaps better. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really cool. And I loved that you got in outside. I know that in the Florida weather, it's just a very different thing, but getting in outside, you can yeah. see it when you walk into storybook land. And I just, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. That's um, awesome. We did the nighttime show too. The first oh, yeah. day. Uh, what was it called? Oh, Mag- Wond- or um, wondrous journeys yes wondrous journeys yes. so hard to see yeah i liked i liked the music yeah the fireworks were nice the i don't know that the projections are all that great down main street i felt like i kept seeing like spots where there were no projections happening where like there was like a break in them but i think that's just probably due to some of the construction and the trees yeah too I didn't, I was like, that That was nice. I didn't feel compelled to do it again, though. Yeah, like, no, it was a lot of, there were a lot of people and it was very hard to see. That yeah. was the only thing about it, is the seeing. Yeah. Is the, but we did yeah, we eat did. at um, New Orleans Square while we were there that day and Blue Bayou. 
and Blue Bayou was really enjoyable. Oh, that sounds so cool to get that kind of like experience of being in the middle of a ride. I've always Mm -hmm. thought that Blue Bayou sounds like a place to to hit up for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's harder reservation to get, I guess. And I I think that that's relative though, right? Because you Disneyland experts, um, I know that the uh, reservation system is quite a bit more complicated or whatever at Disney world that like things seem to go like that. Whereas Disneyland is a little bit more low key and and laid back. That's probably true of just about every aspect of the park, right? Yeah. Way more laid back. But I, so when we got there, their reservation system switched over to, I think I saw in the Disney world app that their reservation system just updated to, to a similar one, but it basically like, will literally show you every single reservation available for the entire day. Like oh, that's really like great. Three or whatever. It is leaps and bounds better. And I hope it's that's great Disney, since Disney World just implemented it. But it had just gotten implemented at Disneyland. So, I mean, leading up to it, I was like trying to make some reservations. And it was like the same as what we're all used to at Disney World. And it was definitely harder then. But like... We managed to get Blue Bayou, Napa Rose, um, Light Lounge. Oh wow! And Carthay Circle. Circle. Yeah, so we got like some of the. Oh big yes. Birds. Yeah, for sure. Oh my gosh! Um, check, check, check. Oh, I'm yeah. so proud of you. <laughs> you know, like, like so. Check, check, check. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, well, let's go on to day two and uh, what you were up to that day. Uh, and did you go over to DCA that day? Is that what you we decided did. to do? And- cool. Day two and three, we went to DCA, and uh, we had we headed straight into stage twelve um, to get our Rogers the Musical um, yes experience tickets. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and very then, worthwhile. It was very <laughs> worthwhile, and then we hit up. Um, I think we did almost everything that day. Did we do Web Slingers first? We did Web Slingers first. Yeah, and we had heard from folks that they weren't as impressed with that. But I am a huge Toy Story Mania fan. Yeah. And <laughs> I found Web Slingers to be a blast. I thought awesome. I kind of injured yourself on it. Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> injured myself because I was like doing it normal. <laughs> oh, you were doing it. Wow, so you don't have and to I, do that. I may yeah. have like brought my finger and like jabbed myself. Because <laughs> <and hurt> my <laughs> oh, no. I was really, oh, no. I'm very competitive yeah. when it comes to those rides <laughs> and yeah. it was a blast yeah. oh man it was more fun than it than it really it should have been yeah, yeah it had no right to <laughs> once, really because i didn't have that high of expectations for it but, but it was great and yeah. then i think we moved on to cars land and man i mean i had high expectations for cars land and they were blown away i think it it, it might be one of the more immersive i don't want to say the most immersive because star wars is very immersive but I, I yeah. think I was the most blown away by it just because it's such a it's such a cartoon land. Yeah. And it, they made it into such a, a realistic, very believable place. Yeah. I mean, and it was beautiful yeah. and during the day, during, you know, in the evening, at night. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. But we did the Luigi's, you know, the car dance. Oh, yeah. Ride, yeah. Which was fun. The trackless oh, ride. Yeah. That was enjoyable. <laughs> um, and then we moved on to Pixar Pier mm-hmm. and we did Credit Coaster which was fun. Great. I hadn't been on that with the new overlay. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Pixar Pier in general, I know that that's controversial for some because they enjoyed the more Victorian pier life for mm-hmm. a minute there. But I Pixar Pier, I thought was really, yeah. really cool. We went on the pal around uh, Ferris wheel where Ryan ah. is cool with a three-year-old <laughs> in the car okay. with us. It might be okay. the scariest ride I've ever been on. With the swing. Was, with was the it, swing oh, ride. you went, yeah, Mickey's, yeah, Mickey's spinning wheel of death. Yes. yes. And you went on a, <laughs> it was awful. And I am not awful. the first person to say that. I yeah. hear oh, that well, all the time. It was you did, oh, yeah. Well, I'm like going, oh, 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 I'm having PTSD. Like going, my stomach yeah. is like going, no, no, no. One time I think I was like filming it. I had my phone and I'm like, because I, I went out at one time. I'm like, oh, this is the worst thing. And then the second time I went out, I'm like, going, well, it couldn't have been that bad. And I'm like going, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to, for it to finish. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like going, and the very cheeky cast member as soon as it was time for me to get off because you kind of like they rotate you and go around and how do they ever get you off in the right anyway but i'm like wait would you like to go again I went, no clearly because i was like screaming in pain and agony the whole time 
anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But anyway, but the other one that doesn't do that is very delightful. Yes. That was much more pleasant, but man. Craig, I'm glad you had a good time with that. Wow. You are a daredevil. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It was was fun. Yeah. And then I think we went to, we did Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout. Yeah. Which was, man, the detail. The detail. Yeah, it was again, really I wasn't cool expecting, overlay. I was like, oh, it's just going to be Tower of Terror, but with an overlay, but I feel like they did a lot with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we ate lunch out on the veranda of Carthay Circle. Mm-hmm. And um, it was good. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty pricey and the, the food was, it was smaller plates, but it was tasty. Yeah. We had, I think some like pot stickers mm-hmm. and um, some pasta and a couple drinks. Yeah. It was enjoyable. The inside's really beautiful, but I think that kind of started like eating outside in California is so much more oh, yeah. comfortable yeah. than in Florida. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. It was kind of like, oh, we would be happy to sit outside. Yeah. You know, whereas mm-hmm. in Florida, you're like, please, mm-hmm. please, please don't do it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> conditioning. Yep. That's great. And then at some point there in the afternoon, we went to Rogers the Musical. Or we went, we checked in for our experience. Yeah. I was saying, now you did the premium experience, which I I remember correctly from reading. It's $29.95 and they sell it only the day of. So that's something that, like you said, you basically had to go in first thing, purchase this uh, experience. But can you walk through what that got you in addition to being able to see the show? I imagine premium seating, but just kind of beyond that, uh, what was that experience like? Yeah, so, um, I mean, you got like, a photo op opportunity there was like a Mm -hmm. a little backdrop we did not do that we're not very good at taking pictures and then you got like a popcorn bucket with um they called it kettle corn it seemed more like a candied popcorn situation to me i like that red white and blue it was great and like a a rogers the musical bucket got like a lanyard um and then you got exclusive like oh you got a soda with it Mm -hmm. am i missing anything else and then you basically were able to enter um, into this like outdoor lounge area to wait for them to open the doors essentially while another show was happening, I think. Um, and then, yeah, Greg, to your point, like basically you got to go in before everyone else did to pick your seats essentially. So like everybody pretty much flocked to that center um, sort of front row aisle. Um, but yeah, that was, am I forgetting anything else that you get with that? No, I think that was it. I mean, yeah. this, you can eat and drink while you're yeah. in the theater, which was nice. There's cup holders. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was a huge theater. Yeah, it, was, it was so big. Mm-hmm. Was so it two big. or three levels? Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah. And it was... It's, yeah, it's deeply pitched. When you're at the top, you oh, <laughs> it I is yeah, intense. Sure. Yeah, like, it is intense. Huge theater. And we were kind of worried that people were going to start like... Because some folks like started with their cameras and started <laughs> to film. And I was like, I am right behind you. Please put your camera down yeah. in it. It kind of yeah. subsided, but yeah. the only thing I would say, I mean, the the musical is very fun. <laughs> I mean, like it is definitely a theme park musical, yeah. but on steroids. Like mm-hmm. it, it definitely mm-hmm. reminisces of the movies That's or the, the yeah. Hawkeye, right? Yeah. Um, but the only thing I would say is about the experience is definitely get there early because it it's like in the blazing sun and there's yeah. only limited seating and under fair. the umbrellas. If you're getting there when we did, which was yeah. in the middle of the afternoon, yeah. but I thought it was worth it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was worth it because the seating yeah. was, boy, when they opened the doors for everybody else to come in, it was like this mad dash of people yeah. and we were able to sit, you know, midway back on the orchestra. So we're like eye level. Oh, but wow. It yeah. was, um, I thought the music was great. Yeah. It's definitely That's a live awesome. performance. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. And it was a solid 40 minutes. I mean, I was like, how are yes. they going to wrap this up? And then they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's even, it's so, it's meta in the best way, really, because mm-hmm. there's even a part where they say, and we're doing all this in 39 minutes, you know, yeah. it's like, that was the lyric in the, in the show. So, so well, it's really, but, it's so cheesy, you know what I mean? Like, they're so kind of like, yeah. we're Avengers, we're going to save the city. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and, and that's, that was like the best part about it in uh, Hawkeye is that it's just like, so like almost self, uh, defeating in a way or whatever it's just it's like self-aware uh, it's, in a yeah, wonderful absolutely. way and so you know, that's awesome. i was so, so I, concerned about that and you know all of those fears went away you know initially they had said that uh this would only be a summer 
uh, show, but I, I imagine that it will continue. I mean, I imagine it, no, it, it closed. Uh, yeah, it closed. It's done. It's done. Rogers is it done. Closed. Oh, I didn't know that. Closed on schedule on wow. August thirtieth. Well, shoot. I, I know, Craig. That. I'm sorry. I That's know. Okay. I'm like going. Maybe it'll come back for the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if they bring it back or not. Um, I don't keep up on my Disneyland news uh, clearly. So hmm. okay. Well, it's good thing that you got <laughs> to go see it. Uh, all right. So then, walk me through anything else in uh, DC. I'm trying to think of the things that you, know, you mentioned. You went to Lamplight Lounge, and to me, when I'm watching oh, vlogs wow. and whatnot. I that's the place that I feel like I really need to go and check out because I love Pixar. I love that it kind of is reminiscent to me of Art of Animation, the the hotel in Disney World, uh, at least from just seeing kind of like the sketches of all the Pixar characters coming to life. And so talk to me about that area and Pixar Pier. So um, we we went there for brunch on on a Sunday, uh-huh, yes. and uh, we kind of heard that that was a good time to go. Oh um, yeah, it's kind of set right in the middle of kind of like a boardwalk on the way into Pixar Pier, and then the outside overlooks all of Pixar Pier and the the lagoon or mm-hmm. the the pond that's there. And so we were able to sit outside. It's really classy, and so all of the stuff is kind of. Um, like high art with a Pixar flair with it. So like the the bathroom signs and things, mm-hmm. you know, reminisce of of certain Pixar movies. Yeah. The the chandelier when you walk in has all of these um, you know, animation drawings of different pictures, the tile on the floor, um, the, there are mosaics. Um, and then all of the seating and everything is very like leather and you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just it feels really cool. Uh we sat outside in these like big like Pakistan chairs or mm-hmm. I mean they were really comfortable had some drinks the food was awesome mm-hmm. um we were able to see everything from there you know watch the Incredicoaster and the pal around and everything mm-hmm. and it was it was really enjoyable yeah it was, I thought it was better than Carthay Circle oh it's very sure. oh much better and it was more mm-hmm. affordable too yeah yep Carthay Circle was just a little bit you know it was a more a little more premium I guess in some ways but felt like brown derby-esque but we would recommend, yeah. we would definitely recommend brunch. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we haven't had mm. dinner or lunch there, but no. the brunch mm-hmm. was nice. great. Yeah. That's Still good. on my yeah. list. Haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. I know. Must There's go. always something, isn't there, Brett? You can always yeah, go know. back for more. <sighs> so any go. other attractions or experiences in DCA that you wanted to mention? I just really loved the Incredicoaster. I could go on and on about it. I just, I, and I didn't experience whatever it was before Incredicoaster, but like the Incredibles when you're screaming throughout. So like the Incredible, like all the Incredibles, like there's a story through it and it, it's like a very tight story, but it's basically about Jack, Jack, like doing Jack, Jack things R- running off or whatever. Yeah. 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 But, um, it didn't feel forced. Like it felt like it made sense in there. And then the ride itself was just a really fun, classic coaster. So I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. We we stopped by San Francisco because it oh, had yeah. opened a soft right. opening. Uh-huh. The, the bridge wasn't open, but we stopped by there. The food was okay. Yeah. There's a really cool walk. I mean, if you'd seen Pacific Wharf before, I'm sure it was there before, but there's a cool walk through or a portal into Cars Land, which was really oh, yeah. neat. Oh, so yeah. We you were saying that that was amazing. It was I amazing. You saying that. Yes. It was incredible. Yeah. It At do, dusk, um, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We did World <laughs> of Color 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was really neat. We waited for that. We did the virtual queue, and that was really beautiful. Uh-huh. Um and then the only other things that I want to mention, we got this at, we went to the corn dog castle and we got the cheddar dog. Mm-hmm. If you like cheese, it was worth it. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, okay. It's just like a hunk of yeah. Cheddar. It's like a it's like a fried oh, cheese stick, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, it's it batter so and like ridiculous. corn dog batter and it yeah. It and then we got that it's lemon. If you've gone to the it's lemon stand with the Yeti. Oh yeah. Oh, right. It was yes. Really good. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. What Jack, so coming back to, I know that we've we've kind of separated going day by day here, mm-hmm. um, but what other experiences uh, were there that you wanted to make sure that you hit on or discuss? Oh, Brett, you have something. 
Go ahead. Well, yes. Along that line, did you get to see Magic Happens, the parade at Disneyland? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, we did. Okay, fill me in. What did you think? Isn't it the best ever? Just kidding. I'm sorry. No, it is. <laughs> I'm like going, the opening so... unit. Oh, my gosh. The floats are so detailed. Yeah. I mean, I know that, I mean, obviously, if it, if it was made for Tokyo, it's probably just that much better mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. But yeah. it was. I did not I, know that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. They came from, they came from Tokyo. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. I thought it was kind of short. That was it the was one thing. Short. It was short. But I also kind of appreciated that, too, just because yeah. of you're standing in the, the sun. Yeah. But true. did you have a different take or anything mm-hmm. on it? No, I I mean, I liked it for what it, I'm not a big parade person. So I liked it for what it was. Where Where did you watch it from? We watched it from the... Um, from the Circle Drive, we watched it right at the where where it took a it was Jolly like a Holiday kind of behind yeah us. right by Jolly yeah. Holiday yep mm. oh okay nice I knew that's, that's the cool awesome. side because yeah, they uh, kind of came towards us and then turned which yeah was nice. that's the cool side because you know uh, if you're waiting for any of the parades in the afternoon especially during the summer that uh, let's see so it is the west side will be pretty packed. And then the east side of Main Street, there'll be barely anyone there. The reason is, is because it's hot and it's directly in the sun. <laughs> and that eventually, you know, I'm like going, oh, well, what are these people doing over here? I'll just go right on over to the other side. And I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm like going, it was a little, it was mighty toasty there, but I still, but yeah, so I, it was great. My favorite part about it actually was the Disneyland band coming out oh, and yeah. actually playing. Oh, that, sure. That, yeah. Beforehand, that was so, yes. that felt nostalgic. Yes. Like that felt, mm-hmm. you know, that's not anything like you get mm-hmm. in Disney World. Um, it was, mm-hmm. they, you know, they kind of had a little show and stopped and mm-hmm. I really liked that a lot. That's I, awesome. I do have some questions. Now we've kind of, you've done it all. You had a wonderful time. Now let's get into the minutia. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about, let's talk about kind of the feeling that you have at Disneyland, the whole Walt connection. Did you see, did you, uh, did you see the bench? Did you go into moments it's with Mr. Lincoln as an, as an Illinois person? It's kind of like our duty to go do that. Yes. You we know, did, yeah. <laughs> so and you walk in there because I remember because on the vacationette, um, Craig, I need to take you on a vacationette, but anyway, mm. uh, the vacationette, I'm like going because because Vanessa is very nostalgic and you know, it's very her her emotions are very close to her, her uh, uh, I don't know, her outsides anyway. So I'm like going, I'm gonna take her and she's gonna cry and it's gonna be great. Oh my gosh, I went in and I took her into and now this is the bench that and I couldn't even get it out. I started I really started to you know to tear up because I'm like going, this is the bench that started it all. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was, you know, so anyway, anyway, that moment I just like got home for clumped and all that sort of stuff. But if you see that and then, you know, great moments with Mr. Lincoln and it's the original and the yeah. So, oh, did you hear? And did you hear the Illinois song? You know, our our wonderful state song. The yeah, I know. Yeah, you'll hear it in. The, you'll hear it uh, in the pre-show area, and you know because the yeah. So it's there. But anyway, it's kind of like a duty as an Illinois person must go. Mm-hmm. And if anything, it's a great place for a nap. Just kidding. I would never nap. <laughs> the president there were there were lots of little snippets that reminded us of the american experience too and i was like oh yeah. oh sure american yeah, adventure no, yes like the two brothers yeah, the two brothers, yeah. yeah, the yeah i'm like going let's shoehorn that into this classic <laughs> show um yeah but i, but it was I think like what you were saying like there's definitely a nostalgia feel it just feels different i think everyone treats people differently there too mm-hmm. you know they're it's not like they've spent thousands of dollars to come on their one you know once in yeah. a lifetime right. vacation mm-hmm. so they don't seem to be as you know, pushy or right. I had to say it like selfish about how they're treating others around them. It was much more laid back. Yeah. Like just the people who were there were, were much more enjoyable to be around. Yeah. We yeah, also the- hit it during some blackout days, which we did not know for like magic key holders. So the parks were pretty like not busy. Until oh, wow. Today. Lucky you. And that's when mm-hmm. the blackout like lifted. And then we could tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so that was also, that was just luck that we mm-hmm. happened to do that. But Speaking of the scale of things, do you feel that the scale sort of leads to the, the sense of intimacy that you mm-hmm. feel there, this closeness and all of that? I think that's one yeah. quality that 
um, that actually, you know, when you look at the castle, I know it's so small. Um, but at the time, uh, from what I understand, that Walt didn't want this, you know, huge imposing castle. He wanted a a, a, a people friendly castle, mm-hmm. you know, and so so that was by design. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so it's just. And do you I, do you think that they're you know as Midwesterners, you know, we you know uh, when we go to California. I just feel that there is a California vibe or a Disneyland vibe that you just kind of, you know, just get into. And it's just so great. You know, I just enjoy that so much, but yeah. So I think um, with the, as I say with the intimacy thing, just in general, the fact that you can stand in line for one ride and see another ride mm-hmm. and maybe walk, you know, a couple of yards to get into that queue. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in Adventureland and then you want to go to Tomorrowland, it's like a five or 10 yeah. minute walk at the right. most in Disney world. It's like, Oh, 10, 15, 20 minute yeah. walk. Or if you want to go from park to park, you yeah. Know, yeah, it's just so much easier. Just yeah. so easy. So yeah. great. So, but yeah, your Disney bubble. So you completely stayed in the Disney bubble. Mm-hmm. That is a great thing. I was going to mention, I was going to question you about the Disney mm-hmm. bubble, but yeah. So let's see. Oh, well, I had to have a question. Um, let's see. You said that you ate at Napa Rose. So did you, you visited the grand California, what was your experience there? Yeah. Um, so I I think it may have been like my second favorite dining experience that we've ever had at any Disney resort. Wow. So mm-hmm. my understanding is all the servers there are level one sommeliers, which mm-hmm. is they're just like, and I got that feeling from when server's name was Wendy. She was great. Um, I've been there for, I think she said like 20 years. From opening day, I think is what she wow. said. Um, and so like, but like, as soon as we got there, she was talking wine and it was like, okay, like definitely understanding like, and their wine list is so extensive, but um, we did a prefix meal and um, I can't even remember what all we got, but it was like, we decided to, basically we were having such a good time with Wendy that we we're like, well, we'll just like buy another bottle of wine and just hang out like after the meal. And she just kept bringing us like, brought us biscotti she brought us toffee yeah just a bunch of like little treats just essentially like it was i think the best meal that we had there for sure we had gone to like we've done victorian albert and california grill and we've done some other prefix meals Mm -hmm. and they've all been really good and victorian albert obviously is bounds and leaps but this was um pretty affordable we did a wine pairing with it so Mm -hmm. it was well curated and Mm -hmm. the food was great but our i think the big thing, I mean, it's a beautiful space, very craftsman style. Yeah, the wine list is probably like a mini Bible. I mean, it's just so many. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very overwhelming, even for people who enjoy wine or know what they're looking for, mm-hmm. for the most part. It was pretty overwhelming. But our server was, I mean, yeah, Wendy was very personal, probably one of the most enjoyable experiences we've ever had or conversations we've had mm-hmm. with a server ever on property. It was really cool. Yeah. She was very yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. Right. Well, okay, so I have a challenge for you. For So sometime, the next time, whenever, um, do the chef's table there. I did that with my friend Cindy, and f- there's four people. One, two, three, four. I think about four people per seating, and they explain everything to you. First of all, Chef Andrew Sutton explained everything to us, and his assistant explained everything to us, and it was a wonderful evening. So, yeah, so that's something for you to maybe consider. Oh, cool. The chef's yeah. table. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all excellent. And uh, great questions there, Brett. I, I guess as we start to wrap this discussion up, my my thought would be to ask if there's any tips that you can think of for someone that might be planning a trip out there or any thoughts that you have about uh, ideas of going over to Disneyland. One thing that keeps popping into my head as we've been talking, and I think if you've been to Disney World and you've been to Galaxy's Edge, you don't really need to bother even worrying about it at Disneyland. Um, That was my one disappointment, I think, with Disneyland, was that it felt very shoehorned into Disneyland Park. Like, it's just, like, tucked behind, like, Frontierland. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me anyway. And we walked through... We didn't do the rides. We didn't really do anything. We walked through Galaxy's Edge, and that's all that we did, because it felt so bizarre there i was gonna ask that like so you had said you kind of hinted or teased at the very beginning of this trip report that there was one thing that's better at disney world than disneyland was it galaxy's edge is that what you were getting at yeah i just 
and I don't know that it's better at Disney World, but like it just it's such an exact replica, but I think probably smaller in scale a bit just because I think the area is smaller, but like otherwise it it feels exactly the same. I didn't feel any compulsion to do anything at Galaxy's Edge while we're it feels very out of place. Yeah. It just just doesn't make sense in that part. There are so many imagineers that would say amen to that, including well, who well, is it Bob isn't it Bob Gurr? Bob Bob Gurr has some strong queries about that. And and the recently passed uh, Rolly Crump, I think also he had he had said some words about Galaxy's Edge being in Disneyland as well. So just felt really good company. Yeah, hopefully it gets replaced eventually. And it also felt it wasn't very bit like Rise of Resistance maybe at a 30 to 40 minute wait, like in a Disney world, like you're lucky if you're not in a two plus hour wait Mm -hmm. there. So, um, but again, I just, because it was such an exact replica, I was like, I don't feel any pull to go there. So my, I guess that's one of my tips would be don't stress about doing that. If you've already done it, well, especially if you have something like Avengers, I mean, like me being such a Marvel guy, Mm -hmm. um, like I would much rather spend the time, in Avengers Campus in DCA than I would um, anywhere else. So that's that's a really good tip to have. Craig, you have any tips uh, or tricks that you want to mention? Yeah, I think I think go in with different expectations than what you would for Disney World. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I think in the end, or if you've never been to a Disney park, you know, I even with the reservation system, you know, kind of go in knowing you know if it's a three day trip that you're going to go to one or the other. And then kind of feel it out because we thought we would spend a lot less time at DCA, but then we actually wanted to spend more time at DCA just because of how enjoyable it was. Mm -hmm. But I think knowing how, even though it's so large, knowing that you can get through everything in a day in each of the parks is very doable. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, not trying to rush or force yourself to go through it, but like experiencing it or going through it kind of methodically is much more the tone that I think you just approach it slower. You know, you don't have, I feel like with Disney world, I'm planning every moment, trying to make sure we get everything we want in. I don't feel, I didn't feel like we needed to with Disneyland or DCA. It was, it was very relaxed, which was awesome. I do think park Uh is worth it too. Yeah, yeah, I do think Hopper, Hopper, Hopper's like I wish we would have done because you can almost. really literally pop because you can yeah. literally yeah. you yeah. can yeah. skip jump hop and yeah. you know it's like yeah. two minutes or less. I was just watching a Disneyland vlog from one of the vloggers that I really enjoy, and like they went back and forth. I think like six times in one day, and yeah. so I I just think that that's that's hilarious that you can that it's just right across the the yeah. way there. So uh, just wonderful. Well, it seems like you had just such a really, really good time. And uh, I'll say I was excited to hear all of you uh, went out there and that you got this chance to experience it. I will say that uh, selfishly, I did this episode and this trip recap for a purpose because in 210 days, I'm finally going to yeah, be in Disneyland. So I am uh, what? very, very what? excited uh, 210 to, days? to go in there. Yeah, oh, my it's on- gosh. You have so much to learn. I'm going to be have keeping you after school. <laughs> Just kidding. Brett, Brett Just it's kidding. on April 1st, but it's not an April Fool's joke. I promise. Uh, we will what? be there. You yeah, are you're so. just you're just dropping this information. Oh, by the way, in 220 <laughs> I'm going to be at Disneyland. Am I going? I will go. What? Well, <laughs> I couldn't be happier for yes. you, and I have to look at my calendar because I. I <laughs> you should need to invite me because I want to. I want to see you experience this. I mean, it's only fair. Yeah. I mean, watching um, Vanessa walk down Main Street USA for the first time is something that fills my heart with joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm gonna be, look at that hmm, April i'll 1st. be very excited now not staying at a uh dis one of the disney resorts it'll be a good That's neighbor okay. hotel and all of that but um but yeah i'm excited about it and and which excited one to gotta planning. find out okay well i'll help you with all of that i mean you probably have a plan <laughs> but, but I'm like, I, like going, I will help you, you because into... you need to do it right just <laughs> you went into I excitement mean, mode do. there but well i'm I... thrilled it's 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 really cool. I'm excited. Uh, it'll be a good uh, year of trips for 2024. So the Disney Wish uh, almost immediately right into Disneyland. So that'll be an exciting uh, time for sure. But yeah. Oh it's, my gosh. I know, right? All this craziness mm-hmm. that's going on. Mm-hmm. But 
it's been really fun to get a chance to talk to both of you about all of Disneyland and DCA and all of your experiences. And I'm sure I'll be getting uh, more and more tips and tricks and things from all three of you about Disneyland mm-hmm. and excited about that for sure. But if this happens to be the first time that you are coming onto our show, make sure you go back and listen to uh, some of the other episodes, the interviews that we've done. We've talked a lot about Imagineering in this episode. We talked to Kevin Rafferty a long time ago and Kevin basically designed car Land. We also spoke to Tony Baxter, who is responsible for Indiana Jones and for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And then you mentioned Matterhorn and the monorail. The monorail was down, but uh, Bob Gurr, of course, uh, who imagineered those projects as well. So you can go back and listen to all of those interviews and um, anything else that you'd like to hear, all things Disney. You also follow along with us on social media. We're Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram. Also, Beyond Mouse on X, I guess, is what we're saying now. Um, I, I, I got to tell you, I have not opened that app in a minute. So I don't think that that's been updated for a bit. But then you can find us on Facebook as well. If you look at Beyond the Mouse Podcast is our page. But then also Beyond the Mouse Podcast Pals, which is our group where you can kind of chat and talk about different experiences and things like that that are going on in the park. But we'll go to our guests for any final thoughts, Craig or Ryan, any of you have final thoughts? I think my only final thought is if you're going to go to the park that does that Walt Disney built walk in his shoes, make sure that you experience everything he was part of designing. I think that makes it extra special. Mm. Oh, that's great. Ryan, as a first time visitor, you're going to be back. I can't believe we haven't planned our next trip yet. So, cause I was ready to plan it. You like, started looking, awesome. up, start looking up those Disneyland that. Tower DVC prices, didn't yeah, you? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you did. I'm such a Wilderness Lodge guy that I think uh, Grand Californian is where I need to go. But I, I'm so excited to have had that, uh, to live vicariously through you all in this trip report. Brett, any final thoughts? Uh, well, for those of you out there, you listeners who are Disney fans, and there's any sort of question in your mind, hmm, should I go to Disneyland? My words of advice are, do it. Awesome. <laughs> You'll enjoy. enjoy. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Brett. I'm Ryan. I'm Craig. And we will see you real soon in the front row, perhaps the front row of Main Street USA in Disneyland. And look at that. You're sandwiched between two Craigs now. This this worked out really well. Oh, my gosh. Well, yes. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys, so much. Thanks that was for fun. having us. That was really so fun. So glad you had an amazing time.